Hey guys, this is Jonathan Fulcher, your Ole Miss FCA campus director, and uh, just bringing to you a quick episode for our Ole Miss FCA timeout. And as we continue to do this timeout every single week, we look forward to having coaches and athletes and uh, FCA staff from all over the country uh, being able to join us to talk about uh, faith and sports and how it impacted them and the decisions that they make day by day. And I think most of us could agree that sports is more than just a game. Uh, the sports that we play teach us life lessons if we allow them to. And we can learn a lot about life through the sport that we play. I don't know about you and your sports history, but for me, uh, athletics was an important part of my life as I was a young person all the way up through high school and uh, taught me a lot of life lessons. And I would love to say that I applied those early in life, but regretfully, I actually waited till later on in life to start applying those things that uh, the sport taught me and uh, begin to see the impact that it had on me later on in life years down the road. So I'm looking forward to being with you each week. I hope that you would subscribe, that you would give us a great five-star rating, that this is impactful for you in your life and would help you uh, in, in decision-making and everything that you're doing day by day. So real quick, um, just a, a little bit of why we named this Ole Miss FCA timeout. You know, if you think about a game, a timeout is normally called when a game is close to an end or when a momentum shift has happened and the coach needs to either slow the game down, gather everybody together again, and maybe go over what they were, uh, the plan that they're trying to execute or implement a new plan uh, into the game so they could potentially win that game. And a lot like a game, uh, Christian Walk uh, is, a, is a game of life, if you want to think of it that way, and uh, by no means making it uh, go in light on saying that life is a game, but we can learn a lot by it and applying it to our life and our spiritual walk. And sometimes, you know, we can be doing really good. Everything's going great. Life seems to be rolling right along. No, nothing bad is happening. And then out of nowhere, the momentum shifts and it goes from be, being in our favor to us going through some difficulties in life in general. And I think at that point in time, uh, definitely not the only time we need to seek the Lord, but I think it's very important that we learn how to take a time out in life, in our spiritual life, and that we seek our life coach, which is Jesus. And we talk to him about what is going on. We pray, we read his word, which is our instruction book to life, our playbook. And we get a new plan or we look over the plan that he has already given us. And we break that huddle and we execute that plan to help us win in life. And so I want to say that, that, you know, we talk about gathering in a, into a huddle. And if you think about football or basketball or any other team that gathers together to go over what each teammate is supposed to do, if they don't execute that plan after breaking the huddle, then there was no purpose at all, even to call in the timeout and gathering together as a team. And so it is very important that we learn how to execute the game plan of life, how we learn to execute God's word in our life through our life so it impacts us, so it helps us, and so others can see him through us and all that we do. So today I got a quick scripture verse that I want to share with you and we can kind of dig into this in just a little bit. But uh, it's in the book of Proverbs chapter 3 starting at verse 5 and it says this, Trust in the Lord with all of your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all of your ways acknowledge him and he will make straight your path. Man, I don't know about you, but when I read that, it gives me so much reassurance to know that, man, it's not all on me. It's not all on, all on my good deeds, that it's not on my decision making necessarily. But if I trust in the Lord with all of my heart, 
and I don't lean on my own understanding, that he will help make my, my path straight in life and in following him. And, you know, let's look back at that verse real quick. It says, trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Man, what does that mean? To trust in the Lord with all of your heart. And I, I like to relate it to what a marriage should look like, that I give my wife all of my heart, that I give her my all, my everything, that she has all of me, meaning that there's nothing that is hidden, there's nothing that she doesn't see or doesn't know, and that I'm giving her all of me and I'm giving her the best of me. And, you know, I think a lot of times we ask Jesus to come into our hearts, but we don't want him to sit on the throne of our life. We don't want to give him our all. We just want to give him a little bit. Or we only want to give him some whenever we need something from him we don't want to allow him to take over and be in charge of us and everything that we're doing and you know that's not the way God operates God wants all of us he wants everything that we have he wants us to put our complete full trust in him that he is making the right decisions for our life and you know if you've played sport and you had a coach who was impactful in your life coach is asking for the same thing when you come play for him whenever you practice whenever you sit there and film whenever you listen to him coach He's the one who has the game plan. You're the one who executes it. And so the game is designed by the coach. The game plan is, is put together by the coach and his coaching staff. And then they show the players the game plan for them to produce and execute it on the field or in the court or wherever you're playing. And you do that, and you do it to the best of your ability because why? You trust that coach. And so – it's sad to say that we probably trust coaches more now than we trust God sometimes. But how much more should we trust God? If God knows our game plan, if God knows the plan for our lives way before creation, way before we were even formed in our mother's womb, God knew what we were here to do and what our destiny was. And why would, not, why would we not trust him with our whole heart, knowing that he has our best interest in mind in everything that he does? You know, and I think it's a pride issue. And I know for me personally, it took a long time for me to get past myself to allow God to run my life, to give me the game plan, and then for me to listen to him. And, and you see this on a field. If you have a player who won't listen to a coach, he's not going to be on that team real long. He's not going to get much play in time. Because for whatever reason, he just doesn't think the coach knows the best thing to do or what to do. And I've seen it time and time again to where a player and a coach just aren't on, aren't on the same page. And guess what? Coach wins every single time. Very seldomly do you see a player win over what a coach says. And I think we need to think about that in our spiritual walk is that God wins. God is, is going to win at the end. God wins no matter what. And that if we think our decisions and our choices are better than his, then we are highly mistaken and that we need to look to Him for life. We need to look to Him for the decisions, for the choices. Anything that we're facing in life, we need to go to Him and say, God, I need your help. God, I'm trusting you with my whole heart that you're going to help me here and help me be better than what I am already. And so trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not lean on your own understanding. Man, how many times have I leaned on my understanding? How many times have I went to myself and say, hey, I think I can fix this. I think I know what I'm supposed to do here. Let me try this out. And then I would really really mess it up and have to go back and say okay God I'm sorry I didn't know what to do I didn't know how to fix it can you help me and you know that's also pride is putting aside our pride and allowing God to be in control and, uh, and not not depending upon our own understanding but dependent upon his understanding is because he under, he understands all things he knows all things he's in all things and through him all things are put together and so 
we need to have an understanding that God knows where you are. God knows what you're going through. God knows the struggles that you have. God knows the downfalls that you've had. And you know, and that's important to know that God knows you. And so if he knows you, then he should know what it, what's the best thing for you. And I can think back to my life and the amount of times whenever I gave my heart to Jesus, I used to sit there and think, Lord, you don't know what I've done. You don't know what I, how many times I've messed up, how many times I've fallen, and how many times I've sinned. And I remember him very distinctly speaking to my heart. And he goes, Jonathan, I know everything you've done. I know the things that you've done that you don't think no one else knows. I know the secret things that you've done behind closed doors. And to be honest, it humbled me because I'm going, Lord, if you know that, man, there's no way you can love me. And then the second phrase he said was, I love you anyway. And I remember him speaking to my heart so plain that God knew my mistakes, God knew my mishaps, and he loved me anyway. And you know that same love that he has for me, he has for you. And so no matter where you're at, no matter what you've done, no matter what you've gone through, God knows and God loves you. But you need to run to him. You need to turn to him. You need to ask him, Lord, come into my life. Be here with me. Forgive me of those things that I've done wrong. And he will. He will. And we turn from those things, and that's where our trust goes to Him and not on our own understanding. And then it says, in all of your ways, acknowledge Him. How many times do we not acknowledge God? How many times do we get a blessing in life and not say, Lord, thank you for this blessing? How many times do we take a breath and we don't thank God for that breath that we just breathed? How many times do we open our eyes and we're able to see and we jump up and down and say, thank you, Lord, that I can see today? How many times do we walk, do we run, do we get to play a sport and we're thankful that God gives us that opportunity to be able to do that each and every single day? You know, it's so important that we acknowledge Him, not just in the big things, but the small things because God allows us to do these things in life. God allows me to, rec to record this podcast today. God allows me to serve here as the campus director of FCA. God allows me to be a husband, allows me to be a father over seven beautiful children. God allows me to do those things and to do it to the best of my ability with His power working in me so that He may receive the glory in everything that I'm doing. It's so important that we acknowledge Him and what He does for us, through us, and unto others. And then the last part of that verse says this, And He will make straight your paths. You know, it's a real simple statement, but it's such a big deal. How, how bad do we need our path to be straight? How many times in my own life have I made my own decisions, my own choices, and it's led me down a path that was not a good path, and that I needed to get back on the path that God had laid before me? Can I tell you this real quick? God's got a path for each and every single one of us. He's got a destiny in mind. He's got a, a path that we're supposed to walk down that is just made just for us. It has our name on it. But so many times we want to take our own path. We want to take our own way. We want to do our own thing. And we ended up messing up. And, you know, I kind of think of it like a GPS on our phone. Man, when I put a, an address in there, it gives me three or four different directions. And, of course, I'm always going to go to the shortest way, the fastest way that I can get to where I need to go. And I start following that GPS. Well, what if I take my own right turn and don't listen to it? And what's it going to say? It's going to say rerouting, rerouting. I'm rerouting you to the quickest, newest, quickest way that you can get to your destination. And a lot of times God has a, a very straight, very 
pinpointed path in front of us that he wants us to walk down, but we'll take our own way, we'll take our own, we'll take our own lift, our own ride in our own life, and it gets us off course from where we need to be. And if you're like me, sometimes you get lost. And then you have to go back and you have to say, all right, where am I at and how do I get to where I need to go? And that GPS is kind of like God. And God says, I'm rerouting you to get you back to the destination that I originally had planned for you to get to from the beginning. Here's your fastest route. I will make, once again, your path straight. If you trust me, if you lean on me, if you acknowledge me, then I will help you make your path straight for you to continue on the life that I have called you to live. I really enjoy uh, and really love speaking to young people, and I haven't had that opportunity in a few months uh, with the move and transition here to live in Oxford, Mississippi. But one thing that God has given me is an opportunity to speak into people, individuals, one-on-one. And I'm loving the opportunity to get to share my story and how God saved me radically on the side of Highway 45 in Macon, Mississippi at the age of 21, a life of alcohol and drugs and and just rough living, to now being a full-time missionary for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes here at Ole Miss uh, through the ministry of FCA. And the opportunity to get to share my story so others won't go down that same path that I went down, or if they have started going down that path, to know that God can rescue them and God can bring them back to make their path straight again. And so as we're getting ready to wrap this up and finish uh, this episode, I would love to just encourage you uh, to get into God's Word, you know, to get a post-it note out and write some of these scripture verses down on on those and tape them around you, Proverbs 3, 5-6, through write it down on a post-it note, Put it in your car, put it on your desk, put it on your mirror in your bathroom that you see it each and every single day, that you can recite it to yourself and trust in the Lord with all your heart today. Lean not on your own understanding. Acknowledge Him in all your ways and He will make straight your paths. And I would challenge you to do that, to write it somewhere where it's visible that you can see it, that you are reminded daily. Because we are always trying to be better. We're always trying to draw closer to the Lord. We're always wanting more of Him than we've ever had before. But it's a daily battle. It's not something that that you just do one time and it's all over. But it's an every single day battle that you give your heart to Jesus. That you give Him all of your heart. That you trust Him with everything that you got. And that you lean on Him and you acknowledge Him. So I hope today that as you're listening, as we're getting ready to close, I'm thanking you so much for listening to me. Give me this short amount of time of your life to listen to what I have to say. I'm by no means an important person. But God is an important God. He's the King of kings. He's the Lord of lords. And He wants to be the God of your life. He wants to love you where you're at. And He wants you to have a relationship with Him today. If you haven't done that, I would challenge you. All you got to do is call on His name. Have faith and believe. Romans 10, 13 says, For all that call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Salvation is important. It's the most important thing you can do for your life. To know that you will spend eternity with Jesus in heaven and that you'll get to see God and the one that loves you more than anybody and anything else in this entire world. I'm praying that you're blessed today. I pray you have a great weekend. We look forward to being with you each and every single Friday as a new episode releases. Be sure to join us to hear from FCA staff, coaches, athletes from around Ole Miss, outside of the state of Mississippi, all places from around the globe. We look forward to bringing you great words of encouragement through our Ole Miss FCA timeout. Have a great day and a good weekend.